from pillar to post and coast to coast. This is a one-man gang. You're listening to a book. Hey, do you watch wrestling? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Welcome to the It's Time to Fight podcast. Thank you for clicking on that play button. We appreciate all the clicks the play button gets. That's right, Isaac, and I'm gonna talk I'm gonna talk a little bit more about those play buttons in just a few minutes. I I just don't want to bury the proverbial lead. I wanna talk uh, I wanna talk a little bit to you fighters about the passing of uh of, of two wrestlers that not only stood out to me, but stood out to so many others. Uh, of course, Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. Um, I had spoken on another podcast about Terry Funk and the memory that I have of him and how he literally s- just scared me at like age eight uh, when he was wrestling Tito Santana and Tito was fighting up from his knees and uh, and Terry Funk took a, a handful of hair and he just and he and he cocked his fist back and he just started talking trash to Tito and he was just shaking that fist and he was talking trash and just had this look on his face like he was he just wanted to punch like straight through Tito's skull and he just he stood there for like a the count of 10 just sitting there talking trash talking trash talking trash talking trash and then he headbutted Tito. And I remember, you know, eight-year-old Matt Terry looking at that and going, he headbutted him. He he headbutted him. Like, what the heck? He headbutted him. Um, and that memory stuck in my head for, you know, over 30 years. And, you know, years later, when I had the resources to... Uh, to, to, to look more into the wrestling business, whether it's getting VHS, DVD, uh, what, whatever the, the case may have been. And, you know, and I kind of knew more, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know, how the business worked. I went back so I could really look at Terry Funk and see if there was anything else that really made me kind of go like, like, wow. And, of course, I saw Middle-Aged and Crazy, but I also saw, you know, someone who... Just he was just so unique that he just he gave you the impression that it was real. He was just too real. He just made it look too legit. Like you could look at so many other people and say, like, yeah, you know, okay, that's that's you know that's wrestling and that that's this and that's that. But that guy over there, that that guy's legit. Like that's that's what you get inside the ring and that's what you get outside the ring. And of course, over the years, stories have come out about how kind of a man he was, how supportive of a man he was, and you know how much he truly was loved. But um, the guy certainly made a believer out of me. And as far as Bray Wyatt, um, Bray Wyatt, uh, I, I'm going to admit, I wasn't, 
I wasn't a fan of his in-ring work. I was a lot more of a fan of the outside the ring, of the uh, of the theatrics, if you will, of the character, of the gimmick. Uh, I, I've mentioned it before how these days I don't watch a lot of the mainstream wrestling. I don't watch a lot of WWE. I watch very little uh, AEW. Uh, I, d- I don't watch a lot of the mainstream stuff. What I do is I read recaps, and if there's anything that intrigues me, you can find anything on YouTube. You can, you know, anything that you read that, hey, I got to see that, you can find it on YouTube. And I know I was searching out Bray Wyatt quite a bit. I was searching out uh, a lot of the stuff I read. It's like, I, I got to see that. I, I got to see... You know how he did that, how he handled that, how he, uh, how he, how he, how he, you know, how he, how he put that off, or how he got that out of there, got that off. You know, so I, I was a fan of Bray Wyatt as well, um, and of course, you know, t- t- with with Terry Funk, you know, we have been hearing for months, if not over a year, if not two years, uh, that his health was declining. So it was an expected thing. But of course, Bray Wyatt, you know, just you know, a young man with uh, with a loving family, a young family, and you know, certainly my condolences go out to the entire Funk family and the entire um, Wyndham family, Wyndham Rotunda family. All right, so as I mentioned earlier, uh, that I was going to talk a little bit more about the play buttons, the the play buttons that we appreciate every single click that those play buttons get. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, there are so many play buttons that you can click. Uh, Basically, years ago, has it been years? I don't know if it's been years, but a a while ago, we had a website. And... We had this demographic that would uh, would say, "Why do you have a Why do you have a, a website? Why Why do you need a website? It's It's just your podcast. You're not selling merch. Uh, you know, no offense, but you're not that big of a podcast. Why do you have a website? And to me, it was just it just seemed to 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 be like the centralized place where people could go to to get the latest episode, to easily find the archives to you know to, to to just find our podcast and you know but just uh, there was a demographic that was saying why do you need a podcast or not a podcast sorry why do you need a website and after a while it's just like yeah why why do i need a website i'm i'm paying this money every month you know it seems that nobody likes the website so i i got rid of the website and then not long after a totally separate demographic came along saying, why did you get rid of the website? You know, it's if it, it, it was a great place to come find the most recent episode, uh, found the, uh, the archives. I could, I could put it on at work and I could just, you know, click on whatever episode I wanted. Um, you know, why did you get rid of it? And I, I, I said like, well, you know, there was this whole group that just, you know, that no one said that they liked the website. And, of course, I got the, well, why would someone tell you? Because they have it. It's, you know, are you, are you looking for that much of an attaboy, that much pat on the back? Yes, I was, if you really must know. 
Um, but yeah, there was a bunch of people that said like, you know, I should have kept it. And, you know, for a while it was just, you know, but I, I, all, all the, the, uh, you know, I'm part of the genres network and I'm part of the, you know, the Ontario, uh, podcasting network. And I just thought, okay, you know, that's enough. Cause I'm not doing really anything, but now I have upcoming events, you know, that or I, things are going to be starting up. We're going to be having upcoming events. Uh, we're going to be starting to do some streaming. We're going to start doing some merchandise. And now the need has arisen. Is that a word? Arisen? The, 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 the need has come along once again that uh, I'm going to need a website. Actually, I don't need a website because now I have a website. We have a website once again, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to fight.ca is now back up. It's still under construction. We're still getting the archives uh, built back in, but uh, it's time to fight.ca. It's back online, and you can find all the latest episodes. You can find all the archives. You can see a couple of upcoming events that uh, that we got coming, and you can see some. Uh, you can get a hold of our our, our social media. Uh, you know, attached to our Twitter. You know, I, I've I've said it. You know, I say it in the uh, in the uh, in the outro of this podcast. I say. You know, it, it follow follow the, the the show, follow the host, send us some emails, you know, whatever you want to do. And now it's time to fight.ca is back up online and you can do exactly that. Um, got Luna Tricks on the show today. And one thing, whether and now whether it makes the podcast or not, one thing that I enjoy uh, asking people or just hearing from people if they offer it up is how or or maybe kind of more why they got into wrestling and there there seems to be a a you know a common answer of i i was i watched wrestling as a kid um, you know, my, my friends got me into it or my, my brother or my parents, or I found it on my own and I just fell in love with it and I watched it and it was larger than life. And then just one day someone said, you know, you should do this. And I thought, you know, maybe I will do this. And either they, they saw an ad or they, they, they met a wrestler or they searched it out on the internet or, you know, back in the day, they searched it out in the back of a magazine, and then they, they went, and they, they got into wrestling. And I think the most intriguing thing of the interview that you're just about to hear from Lunatrix is she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't follow that path. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not a path that I have heard, but it, it's a, it's, it's a good path. It's a path that, uh. That it's just different. It's just a different path, and good on her. And you know, if you get the opportunity, uh, we we talk a little bit about a couple of the matches uh, that she's had, and I'm gonna throw some links to those in uh, in the description of this podcast, and as well, I'm gonna put them over on uh, it's time to fight ca and up on the Facebook page if you want to go check out those matches that Lunatrix and I are just about to talk. So, But before you go check out those matches, do me a favor, stick around. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to waste any more time. It's time to fight with Lunatrix. 
All right, Luna, thank you so much for appeasing my son. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, yes, I'll call you when Luna is leaving. <laughs> wow, you made an impression on him. He's so sweet. I love his little jokes. Uh, it's probably the pink hair. He, he probably he saw that and he probably didn't want to say anything about it. <laughs> I see the pink hair and I see you have like a pink your chair. Is the chair pink that you're, or is it just a blanket or? Oh, it's just a blanket. It's like a oh. fluffy, fluffy pink blanket. It's really oh. soft. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, again, thank you for coming on. I do appreciate it. Uh, you and I kind of had a little trouble, like, you know, uh, catching each other, but finally we caught each other. Um, so you're over in England. You're five hours ahead of me. And I'm I'm over here in Canada. And have you ever been over here to Canada? No, never. No? I don't really. Is Canada in America? No. Oh, okay. We're We're above America. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like uh, we're on top of America, but we're bigger than them. Really? Yes, we're wow. bigger than America, and we're on top. And there's a comedian I can't think of who it is. He says that if we were in prison, that would make the USA our bitch. <laughs> Brilliant. So, yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Luna. Uh, I, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to getting the chance to know you. Um, let, let's just start off with the with the the basics here. Like where. Was Lunatrix born, and where did she grow up? Um, in England. That it, like in so All I right, was in moving London. On. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in London, and then I moved to the Isle of Wight, which is a tiny little island off the south coast of England. When I was about twelve, I think. Okay. I've been here ever since. It's lovely. Okay, and I'm sorry. What what is the little island called? The Isle of Wight. The Isle of Wight. Yeah, it's like tiny on a map. Oh, okay. So you're from London. Is that because my son was asking about Big Ben? Is that when you saw Big Ben was when you were small? No, I went there in like January. I took my son um, to go and see Big Ben and see. I don't even know what else we did. I can't remember. Um, Oh, yeah. Natural History Museum. Oh, okay. So, because you see, I, I moved to the Niagara Falls area, and of course we have the falls, and of course we have other little, little things. But I, I found when I moved here, and I'd be just like, oh, I really want to go see the falls. But people around me would be like, really? You want to go see the falls? Like, Because they're just used yeah. to it. Are you, like, was this, are, are you like a, a tourist type person that you like to go to these places? I do, but I'm not very observant. So I'm just like, oh, where's Big Ben? And like, I can't. <laughs> I'm like, which one is it looking for the clock every tower yeah, that I see? I'm like, what's that? What's that? I'm not so, so I enjoy you, it, but I don't yeah. I don't do it on purpose. <laughs> no? Oh, okay. Um have have you gotten away from England very much or um I've been to like I've been to Italy, I've been to Spain a few times, I've been to France. I went to Wales yesterday. You did? Yeah, I thought See, I needed this is my how passport. silly I am. I thought Wales was part of England. It is, isn't it? I don't you tell me. You're the <laughs> Okay, you asked me about Canada. I'm asking you about it, is Wales part of England? Or is it part of the United to, Kingdom? It's part of the United Kingdom. It's next to England. Oh, okay. But I thought you needed a passport, but you don't. You just drive across a bridge and you're there. Oh, okay. It it was um it was like really hot and sunny on the Isle of Wight, and then when we got to Wales it was all cloudy and I regretted wearing shorts. Oh. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't England generally a gloomy 
area or am I totally no no it's been like super sunny we've been I live like right next to the beach so oh do you beach most of the weekend yeah oh la da it's nice (laughs) all right so you grew up uh or you you lived in London then the Isle of Wight um what uh what did what did mom and dad do growing up um my dad is a roofer he fixes roofs. Okay. And my mum um was a mum. Was just a, a housewife? Yeah. She she did work, like she did a lot of receptionist work and stuff, but she was mainly stay at home mum. Oh, okay. Did you ever help your dad with the roofing? Uh no. No? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you never let me. To, it's I... up high. I thought I might get this story of like, oh, yeah, me and my dad up on the roof, putting down the shingles and no. you know, patching some holes. And those were my no. greatest times was, you know, roofing with my father. No, not at all. No? <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, brothers, sisters? I've got a younger sister. She's four years younger. Okay. She's... And, and did you get along with your sister growing up? Yeah, we were like best friends in Oh, were you? Yeah. Okay. Man, I can't pull any dirt out of you. <laughs> <laughs> not from the roof, not from, oh, my sister and I just, oh, just cat fights all the time. No, we were like best friends. We used to play together all the time. Um, but we loved each other. We still do. There's oh, no... that's, that's great. Yeah, so... sorry, I haven't got any drama. <laughs> oh, that's fine. So when does wrestling introduce itself? I was 27. Okay. I think 28. And I was in the pub and I was a little bit drunk. And I heard this now guy. The that good I stuff. Know. We're in a pub and we're drunk. <laughs> I heard Do you this play guy darts. That... No. Jesus. No, I'm sorry. Should I'm I? Hu- I'm a huge dart player, that's why. It's actually I... it's actually a goal of mine or like a bucket list thing to go to England and play darts in England. Why? Because growing up, like I've been a dart fan, like watching darts since I was like a young child. So when I was young, all the champions were from England and England was like the powerhouse of darts. Are we good at darts? Are we? You were. Oh, not anymore. <laughs> well, I don't know. No, like you guys are still good. Don't get me wrong. Um, But it's uh, just back then. I remember just the powerhouse of darts was England. So from a very young age, when I started playing, I started playing like around uh, 10 or 11, I should say. And it was just my dream. Just like, I got to get over there. And if I want to see, if I want to compete against the best, I got to go to England. So it's just kind of residual. Yeah. Next 35 years. Like I still got to get to England. (laughs) You still got time. Oh, I still got lots of time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got tons of time. I got a seven year old and a wife that doesn't want to go anywhere, but I got time. (laughs) Kidding. All right, so we're in a pub. We're a little bit drunk. Yeah, I just had like a few pink gins, like having a whale of a time. And then pink um... gins. You, you're okay. Let's we're, we're getting back to the, we'll get back to the pink stuff. Okay, but go ahead. <laughs> We've had a couple pink gins. And uh, there's a guy that I know um, who is a wrestler talking about this wrestling school. And after a few drinks, I was like, "Oh, that sounds hilarious!" Like I'll have a go at that. So I'd never watched it before. I'd not, never seen it or anything. Yeah. So you had never seen 
Like, obviously, you knew that there was some kind of wrestling culture of some sort. Yeah, my husband liked wrestling, and he used to have, like, watch parties. His friends would come over, and they'd all, like, drink beer and watch wrestling, and I'd be like, oh, God, what is this? And just go upstairs. I was like, okay. I'm not watching that. Um, But, yeah, this, this guy was talking about it, and Drunk Luna was like, oh, that sounds really fun. So um, I was like, oh, I'll get involved. Like, that sounds like a right hoot. And... um. <laughs> Then that was on the Saturday night. And then on the Monday afternoon, he texts me like, so training's tonight. Are you coming along? And I was like, oh, God, no. I can't think of anything worse. And my husband was like, oh, come on, go give it a go. And so I went and I did two hours training and I didn't have a bloody clue what I was doing. And uh, I had so much fun. I loved it. All right. So <laughs> what? So because this friend and your husband encouraged you like did did you fall in love with it like right away or like instantly because i've never instantly. even really done any exercise i've never been to a gym or anything um well, i was gonna ask were you an athlete in high school or no i was really lazy i still am a bit lazy really i just sort of like eat burgers and drink wine so um i'm not like a physical person <laughs> And I remember because it was a two hour session, like the warm up was crazy and like learning to do bumps and stuff. By the time I got home that night, I couldn't even lift my arms to wash my hair. Like all my muscles were just gone. I was like, oh, my God. But I loved that feeling. I was like, I want to do it again. I, I really don't know where to go from here. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm still kind of, you know, un unpacking the, the pink gins. And I'm still unpacking the, yeah, that's a, a right hoot. And <laughs> it's a hoot. I mean, it's I, funny. I, just, I love that when you said that. It was just a, oh, that might be a right hoot. <laughs> um, all right. So what what type of stuff that that uh, that first time, that first training session, what type of stuff were you doing? Um, the warm-up was like just like push-up, sit-up, squats, running around the ring. Um, this like squat things where you have to lean against the wall and squat and hold it for like two minutes and like my legs were burning I was like oh my lord um and uh bumps and like basic tech really I can't so really remember what else your, your friend uh, like that encouraged you to to go to this training session was did he see a wrestler in you or was it just like hey come see what I do I think they needed women, so they were like, "Come on, come along," because there were there were no women there at all. Okay. Um, and I've been friends with him for like fifteen years, and he was like, just called my bluff basically, and was like, "Yeah, come along." All right. So you you tried it for the first time. You said, "I I need to do this again." So who would you who would you consider your trainer to be? My trainer is uh, Matt Jackson. But not the famous Matt Jackson. Um, I was just going to say, oh, really? <laughs> no, no. Um, and his wrestling name is Jackson Arrow. Oh, okay. So you do this for the first time. You have to do it again. And as you said, they're looking for women. So they must have been pretty accepting or inviting. Um, like, oh, yeah, if you want to come back. Well, to be honest, I didn't even know what a clothesline was. I thought it's what I put my socks on. Um, so a lot of the guys have admitted to me now that they were like, oh God, who is this girl? She's so dumb. She's not going to last. <laughs> um, but I did. And I started doing, um, like eight to 10 hours a week training, like straight away. Okay. Cause I was just obsessed. 
and I, I've 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 been in a few wrestling schools, like not not training myself, but you know I've been present in a few, and I've kind of seen training schools that treat the girls soft. And oh I mean, no, they beat shit out of me. I was just like, gonna say, which they, they... I was fine with because um, I come from a boxing background. Like my granddad was a boxing trainer, so when I was young, young. I used to be there all the time and be sparring with the younger lads and stuff. And then when I moved to the Art of Fight when I was 12, that's when I stopped doing everything. But so I was okay with being treated like the same as the guys because that's how my granddad had brought me up when I was younger. Um, and I didn't want them to hold back because it's like, well, just because I'm a girl doesn't mean I can't take it. Still got to do the same bumps as you guys. Like, let's go. <laughs> Uh, just out of curiosity, and to kind of back up a little again, were you a were you a fighter in school, um, or or you know just around town? No. Was was Luna Tricks like the girl you didn't mess with on the island? No, life? not at all. Not no? at all. No. No, pretty easy going, pretty laid back. Um, I didn't really, didn't really fight or anything to be honest. Like, I just sort of. Just blended in, I guess. Okay. So the guys beat the living shit out of you. Yeah, but like in a good way. But in a good way. In a good way. Um, but were they were they reckless with you? Like or were they were they trying to were they trying to test you or were they no, trying not to prepare so. you? No, they were just just doing exactly the same as they would to any trainee that walked in the door. Like okay. made them do proper bumps, made them take strikes, learn to do strikes, like I liked the fact that they didn't go, oh, God, girl, and do anything different. Okay. And how long did you train before the first match? Not very long, actually. So I started, well, I started in, like, the July. Um, and I only trained for about two weeks, and then I had to have surgery. So I was off for, like, a month. So I properly started in the August, and then my first match was in the December. And how long ago is this? This was 2019. 2019. So we're only four years in. Yeah. Okay. And so you started in the July into the December. So we're talking about five months. Yeah. Um, but you said like right off the bat, you were doing like eight or I think you said eight hours a week. Yeah. Eight to 10. Cause they did Monday nights, Wednesday nights. Friday nights, Saturday afternoons, and Sunday nights. So I tried to go to almost everyone. Okay. So what, what did you start, like, when you started training, did you start watching? Yeah, I, I do watch, like, a bit of wrestling now, like pay-per-views. I'll have my friends around, and they'll they'll watch. Like, we had, um, what was the last one? It was the, the was it the Rumble? Um, everyone came around mine. And we're all like ate pizza and watched some of it. But because it starts at like 1 a.m. here, I was so tired. I went to bed and was just like, just see yourselves out when it's finished. Like, I'm yeah. really tired. <laughs> um, so I, I do watch some of it, but I don't go out of my way to watch it. I watch indie stuff on YouTube a lot. Oh, okay. But just not the main stuff. Yeah. So do you, do you watch it as a fan or are you trying or is it more to the education? As a fan, some of it, like yeah. if I see people that I, um, you know, 
have seen before and I'm like really into them because I'm like oh my god they do so well like and you're just sort of watching them go up in the indie scene I love watching those matches and like being like yay look at them go all right and are we talking like UK indies or do you watch some of the American or Canadian stuff I watch some American stuff I've seen some um GCW okay stuff that's like crazy yeah um because there was a guy on there Axton Ray he actually wrestled on the Isle of Wight um, oh, okay. at our promotion for yes. a show. And he's like the loveliest person ever. And I saw him on it and was like, oh, I need to watch it. See how he's doing. Oh, he's doing great. This is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what uh, what you said, like he wrestled for our promotion. What is your promotion? Uh, it's not mine. It's, I mean, well, I know it's not yours, but your um, home promotion, if you will. It's Outcast Pro Wrestling. Okay. And tell me about Outcast Pro Wrestling. Like, what makes it unique? Oh God, I don't know. Um, um, uh, everyone's really fun. Okay. Like, everyone's really helpful and nice, and everyone tries to like help each other and support each other. And um, yeah. everyone's but, like, but oh. compared to like how how many promo like is there a lot of promotions around where you are or? there's only one on the whole of the isle of Wight, but okay. there are a few just the other side of the water like uh rev pro and kapow and quality i'm sure there's more that i just can't remember right now okay and compared to them what could are the products similar or is there a difference between going to an outcast show and going to like a rev pro show Oh, well, RevPro is like one of the biggest in the UK. Like that's I, like... I mean like more styles or presentation. Um like as in Well, would you ex <laughs> like styles, man? Because I know I did a little bit of, of research on the YouTube and stuff, and I saw that you do intergender matches. Yeah. So is that is that something different than Rev Pro would be doing? Like, I don't Rev think Pro Rev have Pro intergender? do intergender. I don't think they do, but I don't know. I don't know much about much, so you'll have to forgive me. Okay. Um, it's not that common intergender yet. People either love it or they hate it. There's not really an in-between. Okay. Um, but with Outcast, like, if they didn't do intergender, then I wouldn't be a wrestler because I had no other option than the guys. Yeah. Um, are there a lot of women coming through Outcast now? No. No. Uh, there's one who started training we've had a few come and go since i've been there but they sort of come along do a couple of sessions bump and just be like no that's not for me okay now what about bringing in like outside women like from other areas of the united kingdom so he has brought in a few other women from outside um dream girl ellie from america she came okay. with axton ray and blanco loco um he brought in darcy stone from the uk she's she's lovely and um san phoenix who is now retired she was really nice but okay. because we are on an island uh bringing other talent over and them having to get the boat and stuff can be quite costly and time consuming and not always ideal i bet 
So who was the first match against? Uh, just some, some guy that doesn't train anymore. Um, uh, <laughs> and how did the first match go? So it was an over 18 show, which was okay, which was uh, like quite scary because obviously everyone's like, Oh, had a beer, like, Oh, let's go. Um, or some pink uh, gins, yeah, pink gins. Do you not have pink gin? No, I do not. Like in, in Canada, do you have oh, that? As far as I know, no, I'm just not a drinker. Like maybe there's pink gins all over the damn place, but I ah. never heard of a pink gin. It's like gin, but it's pink. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, it, it's like, thank you for that explanation. <laughs> and it tastes like much sweeter than gin because the oh, actual okay. gin is gross. Okay. What do they um, add to the gin to make it pink? I don't know. I actually have no idea. I've never even thought about that. Like pink pink dye, maybe? maybe? Or is it like maybe some sort of pink fruit? Is there a pink fruit? Pink grapefruit? Yeah, I think it is grapefruit. That rings a bell. Well, there you go. There we go. Yeah, so grapefruit, pink gin. All um, right, so first show, over 18. Everybody's having a couple of beers, a couple of pink gins. Yeah, and I was a surprise as well. They didn't announce me on the card. So it's like all men on the card. And then the music hit and they were like, and she is. And everyone was like, woo. And I came out. Oh, and was there's like, a lady yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I came out and was just like absolutely pooping myself. Like I was so scared. Okay. But it went really well. It was it was good. Um, Being one of the very few women, especially in Outcast, are there a lot of women in the crowds that are that, that back you up? Yeah, they're really supportive. They're like, oh yeah. my God, you go, go. It's <laughs> just kind of like, you're one of us. Like, yeah, instantly. <laughs> now go kick all those guys' asses. Yeah, 100%. And then all the guys are always cheering for me, especially over 18s, because, like, you know, I'm a female in shorts. They're definitely going to cheer for me. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> all right. So you, you, you have the first show over 18. Um, Obviously, I as I said, I found a lot of videos, or I shouldn't say a lot, but I found a few videos of you wrestling the guys. Um, do, how how was like you don't really remember that first match, but was it when when did the uh, let's say when did the nerves kind of go away, or do you still have the nerves? Oh, they haven't at all. I'm always, honestly, whenever mm -hmm. I'm backstage, I'm like flapping around everywhere, like, oh God, oh God. As soon as I'm out there, I'm fine. It's just that little bit behind the curtain. That I'm like, oh my Lord, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, I loved it. Can I do it again? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if someone, if I was to, if someone was to ask me, tell me about this Luna Tricks girl, and people listening to this podcast just might. How would I describe the character Lunatrix? I don't know really. Like I just sort of the the, the character. I just it depends as well. Like what what shows I'm on, um, what we're doing. Like if we're doing camp shows and stuff, it's all very happy, clappy, and I'm look. I have pink hair. Yay, kids love me. Let's all clap and have fun. Um. Whereas if it's a over 18s one, it's more like me getting beaten the crap out of and then coming back and being all like vicious and stuff. So 
it it kind of varies to the audience um i've 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 heard that term camp shows um but we that's something that we don't have or that i certainly haven't seen here in canada uh camp shows are just like they sound like you guys actually go to camps like kids camps and actually and actually wrestle in front of them yeah so they're like holiday parks do you have do you, you know like if you go on like a caravan holiday oh okay so it's like they, a like a uh, not a carnival but like a, an amusement park type thing it's like a holiday thing so you'll like go for a week or a weekend and you stay in like a lodge or a caravan oh, and they have like okay so an this entertainment. isn't this isn't like a kid's like cub scout i don't what what is it no, over in england this the cubs it's and like the scouts? A, uh scouts it's like a family thing so like you all go together and then oh, okay. there'll be like an entertainment complex in the evenings and there'll be different sorts of things on like different shows uh wrestling shows in the daytime uh, singers in the evening kids clubs like all sorts of stuff oh, okay and then yeah they have wrestling on there and is is this is this like a a common thing like these camp shows or yeah one camp or is there like a bunch of camps so we do at Outcast. We do three a week. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, three, three days: Tuesday nights, Wednesday days, Thursday days, um, all throughout the summer. Okay. And that's that's just on the Art of White. There's loads that are all over the UK. All these different camp shows that all different promotions work for. Yeah. Okay. As I said, I I had heard the term and I knew it was popular. I didn't realize it was that that popular. Yeah. Okay. And you've you've mentioned your husband and you you uh you mentioned your you have a son right yes okay how does the husband like his wife wrestling and what does the six-year-old think of mommy wrestling uh so my son absolutely loves it he loves like cheering for he comes to all the family shows on the island um my husband is super supportive he loves it he did wrestle a little bit himself okay but he uh, is waiting on ACL reconstruction on his knee. All right, then. For like the second time. Because yeah. he's a rugby player. So. Oh. Yeah. I see. Yeah. But he like he came to training. He was like, yeah, I'll come give it a go. Like, I, I love wrestling as a kid. I still like it now. And I remember him saying, obviously, your first session, you do like really basic stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, on the TV, I saw when, you know, people do like a handstand against the ropes and then like backflip. And we were like, like a handspring moonsault. Yep. He was like, I want to do that. And we were like, well, no, you know, take it easy. Like you build up to these sort of things. He was like, nah, I could probably just do it and just did it. And we were all like, oh, we hate you so much. <laughs> like, just an instant natural, just an athlete. Like, right, okay. <laughs> all right, but he's he's still... He's still there for the wife and watching the shows and yeah, he comes to all of the island shows and he is actually my coach who wrestles as Jackson Arrow. My husband is his security guard, so he's always on the side, on the side, like doing dastardly okay. things because they're heels. Yeah, so he's still part of the show and yeah, well, that's great. Now you mentioned the over eighteen shows. You kind of mentioned how the guys kind of like, oh, it's a woman, and like you know, yeah. let's, let's cheer for them. Um, ever had any problems with any of the crowd? You know, trying to uh, trying to get closer to you than they should have. No, never. No? Everyone's sort of been fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> they might sit there and just like, oh, there's a pretty lady, but they just they know keep their distance. 
yeah they shout stuff at the over 18 show but like i'm not easily offended it's and it's all in jest i don't okay, mind well i i have to ask what kind of stuff are they shouting at the over 18 shows uh just normal stuff like get your tits out oh well, okay um, that's normal yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah over 18, so oh just normal stuff get your tits but, out but like they say it in a good way not in like a oh, get your tits out they're like yeah come on luna then get your tits out you're doing really well like <laughs> So it's like, <laughs> so it's like they're the saying it in like a a supportive way rather yes. than. A... <laughs> I think one of the chants at uh, one of the over eighteen shows, I, I so I jumped off a balcony onto these two guys, and everyone was like, "Oh, holy shit, holy shit!" And then. Uh, the next chant you hear is Luna's giving us a bone oh, Luna's give... and it's just like standard adult crap really that just makes me laugh I see so now you I gotta get down shocked. to England for more <laughs> well no just it's 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 the culture shock between Canada and England like I love watching English stuff but I never like the style I love but I guess yeah. I've never stopped and actually listened. Maybe I've never watched an over 18 show, but no, I just hear you would never hear like, come on, Luna, get your tits out. <laughs> or like Luna's giving us a bone or Luna's giving us a bone. Or, like, I'll send you the match. You'll have to watch it. You can listen okay, to all the stuff. Yes, you will. Yes, you say. will have to show this to me. <laughs> all right. So is what, what is this you're drinking? Um, Wine. Wine. What kind of wine? Yeah. Uh, Moscato. Moscato. Yeah. Ah. It's rosé. It's like a really, really sweet, weak rosé. Oh, I see. So you still like your wine and pizza? Yes. yes. Definitely. Oh. I didn't. I didn't become a restaurant turn into like someone that's really conscious of what they eat and stuff. I still eat like kebab and pizza and burger and all sorts. Well, you do look like you're in good shape for someone that eats like that. Yeah, because I, I think because I wrestle quite a lot, it sort of like balances itself out. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, what like do, do you get off the island much and wrestle like outside of? Yeah. Outcast? Yeah. Yeah, quite a lot. Um, I was in Wales yesterday. Okay, yesterday. so you were wrestling in Wales yesterday. Yeah. Oh, okay. for um exposure wrestling entertainment um i need to look at my diary to remember things i um i've got an isle of white show this saturday it's an over 18s and it's an anarchy rules match which is like weapons yeah uh intergender that'll okay. be really really good fun and it's actually with the guy that first said in that pub that time about wrestling and it's the first time of us yeah, so oh, okay. it'll, be, it'll be really, really cool. Um, next weekend, I'm, I've got like two shows on the Saturday and Sunday. I sort of wrestle most Saturday and Sundays, and then I have to get the boat to Portsmouth or Southampton, and then it's normally two hours away, whichever direction. There's all these different, different places. Okay. All right. So, and what uh, are you where you want to be, or like, is there more to it? What's the goals? Where I'm just having a really good time as is. Like I, I'm meeting so many cool people. 
um we i'm wrestling on like festivals at the moment where you go and you camp and everyone you know eats, has a barbecue and has a couple of beers and then we wrestle like the next day um and all the shows like all different audiences i'm just enjoying it as it is i don't think for one second that i'm gonna be like be on the telly or anything yeah. i just love indie wrestling and i love i love the world and i'm here to stay for at least another two to four years <laughs> Why do you say two to four years? Because I'm old and my back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so we've we've put an ex- expiration date on it of two to four years. Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah. Well, what about getting? Uh, is the term over the pond? Like, would you would you want to wrestle over in the states or in Canada? I'd love to. I would love to. I have spoken to some people that um, have said about me coming over, um, but uh, I'm so busy for the rest of this year. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't want to. My son's still quite young. Yeah. I don't really like leaving him too much, and I wouldn't want to bring him with me just to like traipse around to shows. If I was going to go to America with him, that'd be like Disneyland or something. Want to know how to support this podcast? I'll tell you how to support this podcast. Let us know what you think of the show. Follow us on Twitter at Time to Fight Pod. Email us, time to fight pod at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Give us that feedback the good, the bad, the ugly. Let us know who you want us to talk to. Let us know features that you'd like us to perform on this show. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Matthew Terry. This is the It's Time to Fight podcast. And don't forget, Isaac, I love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>